No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for listening and downloading. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get into this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, I wanted to take a moment to reiterate how important it is to come to the aid of our fellow Americans living on Maui in Hawaii. The devastation from the tragedy that happened there, an act of God, is enormous. It was described by my sister who lives on the island as a natural disaster genocide. Eyewitnesses said that a fireball freight trained through Lahaina, giving people no time. There was just no way out. This is a disaster of dramatic proportions. And just like Americans always do, when we are faced with a tragedy like this, we come to the aid of our fellow citizens. So do your research on some good organizations over there. I know Tulsi Gabbard has something out there that is that looks pretty good. I steer away from the Red Cross because of the percentage of uh, the dollar that actually gets to the people. Salvation Army is always a good place to give your money. But look for people who are specifically looking to help the people of Maui. That in mind, when they go forward to rebuild the island paradise, let's make sure we are respectful of the indigenous culture there because they've been there a very long time and it's important to honor their heritage. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Frank, I got to start it out on the the sad news because um, the reports coming in from the Associated Press have, and these are their words, not mine, at least... 93 confirmed fatalities, which tells me, and you and I were talking about this the other day, Frank, uh, there's going to be many, many, many more. Oh, yeah. This is the, the body count will go up. Uh, it's, it's, that's just a fact. Like, as listeners know, my sister lives out in Maui, and when she talks about the devastation out there, it's, it's beyond words. Uh, for someone who is educated in Northwestern University, she has nothing, she, she can't describe it. People of Lahaina, that place was bowled over by a giant bowling ball of fire. Mm-hmm. A little two, uh, two lane road in and out of that, of that town, uh, just strewn with cars that were abandoned because they had almost no warning of it coming, of what was coming. Everyone was told to shelter in place. And they panicked and tried to get out, creating a traffic jam and just setting themselves up for mass devastation. Mm-hmm. She calls it a, she, she describes it as a, as a natural disaster genocide that happened out there. Yeah. And it's going to cost over $6 billion to rebuild that small little town, too, because of the fact that it uh, was so valuable from a historic sense. That history is gone forever. Mm-hmm. This is going to be something that, that makes the history books beyond generation to generation as one of the greatest tragedies that ever, that ever hit that island chain. 
Uh, you'll see memorials coming up to it. What it was is gone and will never be again. What grows out of the ashes, let's just hope the phoenix rises for these people and that it maintains the integrity for the indigenous people out there and doesn't become a, a bastardized strip mall. You know, there has to be some integrity to what was there for generations before. Uh, I don't think you're going to achieve it exactly, but boy, we could try. Well, what I saw uh, where some of those cars were parked was up where there was uh, like an elevation that the people had to jump off to get into the ocean, and the cars were parked there, burnt to a crisp, and it looked like the people went off what almost looked like a cliff. Was I seeing things, or was that what I was looking at? No, it's I, I don't know if it fits the actual definition of a cliff, but it certainly was a jump. Mm-hmm. Scenic overlook, perhaps, is a better way to state it. Okay. I, I don't know what they call it over there, but right. yeah, people were trapped. They had no recourse. For them, it was tantamount to what happened at the World Trade Center when the people didn't have a choice. Do I stay here and burn to death or jump? Mm -hmm. They faced that same decision there that day. Kyle, you had a question. Go ahead and ask it. Well, good morning, Frank. And um, we've got, uh, of course, the possibility now, the fourth indictment, this time coming um, out of Georgia. You've got the uh, prosecutor there, Fannie Willis, who's a Democrat, by the way, uh, bringing in more people to testify before the grand jury. Trump says he thinks he's going to be among those who might get uh, indicted here. What do you think the latest is on that? We're going to indict him for, for the way he combs his hair next, because that's, that's how this is going. It is so transparent that they're using uh, what used to be an equitable justice system to affect politics in the, in this election cycle that I don't know what to say. If you can't see it, then, then you're blind. This prosecutor is also supported by George Soros, by the way, which, and all of those, anybody who took a dime from George Soros who is, who is under the, the judicial system should be expunged because they have a bias. Never should have been elected, never should have been appointed, none of it. Yep. So this this idea that we could, well, let's indict them on this. Anybody who who is a candidate in a close election has the right to say, you know what? I think I was robbed. Mm -hmm. I think I was robbed. I'm looking at the vote totals. I think I was robbed. And they have the right to complain. And they have the right to call people on it. And they have the right to say, are you sure? I want you to double check. I demand that. But it seems now that if, if you're Donald Trump or if you're a Republican, and this is where this is going, and that's why this has to be stopped in its tracks. If you're a losing Republican in a close race where we have seen in Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania that they've admitted there were flaws in the last election. It's not just, hey, I'm, I'm saying that the, I think there were. They've come down to a determination, yes, there were flaws in their elections and how, and how they did things in those states. If you're a candidate in a close election and, and you say, I think I was robbed, now they're saying you can be indicted. You can mm -hmm. be indicted for complaining. You can be indicted for saying, I think I won. I think something was wrong. That's not right. Nope. That is the definition of using the justice system, the legal system, as a political club in an election contest. We can't have that. So this prosecutor in Georgia, 
if we had a DOJ that was actually honest and not corrupt, she would be charged with prosecutorial misconduct. And as far as the special counsel is concerned, that, that Merrick Garland appointed from Delaware mm-hmm. to look into Hunter, oh, what, I really, really, why don't we just go to the hometown judge over there and ask him, hey, you know, you actually signed Hunter's birth certificate. Would you like to find out if he's a criminal or not? Well, according to Section 600.3 of the statute that they look at in Congress about appointing special counsels, supposedly you cannot appoint someone uh, who is part of the uh, the the system or the the, the, the person's group that uh, was there to begin with that was involved, let's say, maybe as the, oh, I don't know, U.S. attorney. You have to have someone outside that, and they're violating that. When has Merrick Garland ever actually followed any of the statutes? None that I know of. He hasn't. That's that's the point. You know, he, he trots in front of the microphone and he makes sure that the, his hair is all done up for the camera. And he says he, he says something that sounds good, but he's not following the letter of the law. And as we rewind the tape to to Chuck Schumer being so incredibly outraged when when you know when Mitch McConnell and, and this is the one good thing Mitch McConnell did in the last thirty years not to entertain the nomination for Merrick Garland for the, for the Supreme Court during the Obama administration. Thank God. Can you imagine the decisions that would be coming out of the Supreme Court if Merrick Garland would have made the bench? He doesn't give a damn about precedent law. He doesn't give a damn about the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And the man is overtly corrupt to the whims of politics from the executive branch. Mr. Garland was appointed by uh, Mr. El Presidente extraordinaire Joe Biden, right? Yeah. And yesterday, a a congressman by the name of Dean Phillips out of Minnesota, who was on uh, NBC's Meet the Press, said he wants Biden in his campaign for the 2024 Democratic presidential nomination based on how people feel and not based on his age. He made sure he mentioned that. He said, I'd like to see Joe Biden, a wonderful and remarkable man, pass the torch, cement his extraordinary legacy. And by the way, this is not how everybody thinks, but I do believe the majority wants to move on. Well, I mean, he just sealed his fate with the powers that be in the in the DNC. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see if he gets any federal funding from that organization, Mm -hmm. because they don't want people challenging Joe Biden at this point in time. If they did you would see a massive push for one candidate going forward on the Democrat side. That hasn't happened yet. And as we said last week, the reason that hasn't happened yet is because Obama 2.0 is just fine with Joe Biden being there. Mm -hmm. He is a puppet on a string. They get to execute Obama's third term. And this is, you know, a lot of people scream Obama, 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 but you have to look at the people that Biden kept on from the Obama administration. Sure. There are too there are too many key players that are not only officially seated in the Biden administration, but unofficially seated at the at the kitchen cabinet table, including Valerie Jarrett and Eric Holder. Yep. So they they want to keep Biden in there. They need an idiot puppet so they can continue to move their agenda forward, which is the fundamental transformation of the United States of America. That's right. From a, a constitutional republic to a to a model that employs democratic socialism. Mm-hmm. 
That's why we have to neuter the federal government at this point in time until we can expunge these miscreants. And the only way to do that is to re-empower the states through nullification. And we are going to get into that discussion in the next segment. I promise you, and I promise the people, I put it up there that we were going to talk about that because there's a way to do this, ladies and gentlemen. And, and this is something that can be affected at the state level. Remember, the government that's closest to you is the government that can more easily be swayed to to affect the outcomes you want. You bet. All right, hold that thought, my friend. We'll be right back, folks. Frank Sobato sticking around. We're going to talk about nullification. Kyle, you hang in there, too. This is going to get very interesting very quickly here, folks, and I'm not exaggerating. We're going to give you the plan that you need to have to understand how we get out from underneath this mess. Got to be we the people gotta be all of us you're listening to the captain's america third watch heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m eastern time overnight monday through saturday call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere hi i'm cj owner of the emerald coast tea company We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. And here's Heather with the weather. Well, it's beautiful out there, sunny and 75, almost a little chilly in the shade. Now, let's get a read on the inside of your car. It is hot. You've only been parked a short time, and it's already 99 degrees in there. Let's not leave children in the back seat while running errands. It only takes a few minutes for their body temperatures to rise, and that could be fatal. Cars get hot fast and can be deadly. Never leave a child in a car. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Now, I was going to throw something in the monkey wrench here to kind of get you going, but I'm not going to do that because we're going to have enough to get going here. But, uh, you know, the, the gaslighting that's going on out of Washington, D.C. is to the point to where it's unbelievable. Uh, first of all, the inflation is starting to get under control, and it's only at 3%, but they don't do gas, and they don't do food, and the price of gas has gone up well over 20% in the last three weeks, maybe about 25%, but uh, no, we don't want to count that, so we can't figure that in with what's going on, and in the meantime, we got all this crap, and Frenchie uh, stands there in the White House press briefing room and just, just lies through her teeth. Well, yeah, Bidenomics. It's 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 the next best thing since uh, since saccharin. You know, I mean, when you when you're in the person in charge of putting in the different functions in a very long equation, you can always make it equal to. So if I'm not going to count car sales, and I'm not going to count the housing market, and I'm not going to count gas prices, and I'm not going to count wheat. Of course, I can say the economy is fantastic. Yeah, the economy is recovering. Inflation's coming down, unless you have to buy gas. 
Inflation's coming down, unless you actually want to go into the supermarket and buy beef. Those prognostications about, hey, we're, we're, on, the, we're on the way back to good with inflation, it's manufactured. Yep. It's manufactured. But we talked about this almost 10 years ago when we were talking about the unemployment numbers mm-hmm. and, and how they equated, equated the different, you know, there's five different ways you could calculate unemployment. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to look at this way because it's the best numbers for us. Well, no, if you're going to be honest, you have to take all the numbers, do the calculations, and be honest about it. And right now, they're not being honest about the economy. Bidenomics, that's gaslighting at its very best. Yep. This economy is horrible, and we were talking on break. You said at the gun show, people are buying stuff yeah. like non-perishable food, emergency food, yep. guns ammunition, that's a very bad sign for the economy. Mm-hmm. It means people don't trust it. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. I don't care what President Oatmeal says when he comes to the microphone or what the clown car passenger that is his press secretary comes out to say. The street is saying the economy's not doing well. So I'll let the politician just sit there in his circus and talk to the elephants. But he's not speaking to reality. He's given oatmeal a bad name. Oh, I wanted to ask Frank about, you know, Congressman Greg Stubbe filed some articles of impeachment against uh, against Joe Biden. Um, but what about the timing of all this? Is this something that needs to wait for more information as the committee's finding out more, if they get an actual impeachment inquiry? Um, in other words, is this jumping the gun because the nation doesn't seem to be yet swelling to impeach Joe Biden at this point. There's not going to be an impeachment of Joe Biden. You can start it all in the House. The Senate's going to squash it. So this is a political move that we shouldn't be playing. It's a, you can see the Agreed. outcome. We as a, as, a political, as a political nation, just from a political aspect, have bastardized the idea of impeachment. As much as we should have gone after Bill Clinton, that was a, that was a road that needed to have serious discussion. When you start using impeachment as a tool of politics instead of a tool of the law, it's so watered down. Let's let's impeach Donald Trump. You know, we we're indicting him for for bad hair now. Let's impeach him for bad hair. As long as I have the votes, we can impeach. It can't be that way. It has to be for high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, what Biden's doing certainly qualifies for that. But what Trump did when they impeached him twice, you know, because Nancy Pelosi had to have that impeachment. She had to have it. That was a, a bastardization of what impeachment is supposed to be about. So when you know it, you can't achieve it, you shouldn't do it. And right now, you're not going to impeach Joe Biden. Nobody wants Kamala Harris. And she would be incredibly damaging for the country. So what do you do instead? You start looking at the underlings and you start holding them accountable because it's easier to get rid of them than it is a president of the United States. Start going after the foundation that his his administration has and start picking off those people one by one. Merrick Garland should be the first one. Yeah. But I don't see the Republicans doing a damn thing about it besides holding more hearings. Let's hold more hearings. Should we have a hearing? Let's make a declaration that means absolutely nothing because it can achieve zero, but let's have a hearing on it. If, if we have to have one more hearing, 
about Merrick Garland being being corrupt in, in the highest law office in the land, you know, let's have 12 more. Let's have 25 more. When are we moving to impeach him? Because the case is solid. To talk about that, when are we going to hold Fauci accountable? Man made two hundred million dollars off the off the COVID the COVID lie. Oh, three hundred twenty five million to Fauci and his buddy. Yeah, that's I got the number. Oh, I got yeah. the story here. Yeah. Yeah. So when does he get held accountable? The man's going on retirement, pulling a pension from the government. When does Congress say, you know what? Mm-mm. We got to do criminal stuff here because this guy is dirty. Oh, you won't do it, Mister Garland. Okay, then you first. Yeah. But it's time. It's time, and if, and if we have to get one brave, one brave attorney general from the state to level charges against these people, then maybe we have to go about it that way. Well, I hope Ashley Republicans Moody- get off your get off your butts and start taking action. I don't want to hear another hearing. I don't care to hear another hearing. I hope Ashley Moody does something. Chamber. I hope Ashley Moody well, can do something. Well, you have to start asking the question. Yep. The federal government is completely is is completely dysfunctional. Then it's up to the states to take the lead. Come well, on, guys. Well, take we the lead. We got a minute left to talk about, uh, and I I kind of ran myself into a hole here about the nullification because that's the answer. Well, it's it's all laid out. It gives you some history so that you understand where the concept is coming from and why it's legitimate. Why it's already being used in California, Illinois, and, and New York for to defy federal immigration law. So the precedent is set. And if you pick up the book, it's on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle or you can get it in paperback. I hope you get it in paperback. Read it and write a letter to a trusted state legislator and send it to him and say, this is the roadmap out from under the oppressive thumb of a dysfunctional and corrupt federal government and deep state swamp. Let's take the lead. Let's get the power back to the states the way it was supposed to be when our nation was created, because with the direct election of senators, we lost that nation. We do not live under the government that the framers gave us. Mm-hmm. We live under the, the government that the progressives gave us. It's time to end. To be continued Friday, my friend, and to be continued by me tomorrow night at the Tampa Bay Trump Club. So you hang on, and I will talk to you on Friday, sir. Stay low, my friend. All righty. Frank Salvato. Kyle, hold on there. We got, uh, we got our... If you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave a comment, and a rating if your platform lets you. Go over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for our Substack mailout coming directly to you, not filtered through social media censorship or, or any other mainstream media complex organization. And be sure to pick up a copy of Nullification, the case for decentralizing the federalized government, available over at Amazon, on Kindle, and in paperback. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. I'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.